This is a shear on the Kutasiches Chelekutes. The shear on the month of Elul. Very exciting. It's a short sicha in terms of pages, but it's packed and intense in terms of content. Elul. Says the Rebbe in Eus number Aleph. In Einef on this sichas with Chagah Pesach. And one of the sichas that the Friedrich Rebbe said on Chagah Pesach. So the Friedrich Rebbe describes the Ruchnius Dika scene. The Ruchnius Dika Matzav, the situation that was, Gehersh means ruled, uh, not in this context. It means the, the situation that was apparent. The atmosphere that was uh, palpable during the Shabbos of Varchem Elul in the city of Lubavitch, the city of Lubavitch, the Irabira Hipstadt, the capital city, from Kveit Kedushas Admurei Chabad in Meshech Van Asach Yoren of the Lubavitch Rebbe's for many generations, for many years. Verdot Gizokzer there, the Friedrich Rebbe describes on a Pesach Sicha the way Shabbos of Varchem Elul, the atmosphere that prevailed, Geherst, that's the word, the atmosphere that prevailed. In um, Shabbos of Archimel. And the Rebbe quotes her in the Sikha from the Sefer Sikhas of the Fidigar. The Shabbos of Archimel in Lubavitch, the Shabbos that blessed the Manch of Elul, the way it was in Lubavitch, Hagam is like Nochzaina, Klor, Zunshine and Dikertog, although it was yet a clear sunshine day, Hatzichshain der Avir Gebitten, the air changed. Es Hatzichshain ongeben, feel in them Elul Reach, it was already possible to feel. The smell of Elul is such a a wind, a wind of teshuvah blew. The Rebbe is going to learn meaning into the exact details of this. Because as the Rebbe continues, all the talk and exact wording of the Rebbe's, some Rabbi said in Sienu, our, our Rebbe's, our leaders, they are exact in all of their details. We understand that these four descriptions, which there are in this Sikha, which are, first of all, speaking about the clear sunshine day, and then the change of the air, and then, number three, be able to feel the smell of Elul, and number four, the blowing of a tshuva wind. They're not just, they're not just uh, um, similes or not just uh, poetic speech. They actually refer to four distinct things that those things express the inner aspect of Shabbos of Archimel. More than that, not just what was said, but when the Rabbeim spoke, it's also pertinent and it's also important to figure out when they said it. That also has relevance. So in this case, because the Rabbeim, when they said it, that's when it needed to be said, and that's where it has a connection to. Even though that it, maybe they were speaking about something and that something continues, it wasn't just for that time. As explained in many places, it's something that starts and then continues. However, the time it was started, the time it was discussed, definitely has an importance in the context. And so since Friedrich Rebbe said this description of Shabbos Varchem Elul on Pesach, so we understand that there's a Pneumistic connection, there's an inside connection, inner connection between these two times. So, Jumping onto that connection between Pesach and Elul, says the Rebbe, Lecher is it would seem totally not understood. Why? Because when we look at these two times, Shams Varchem Elul and Pesach, they are not just different in their content. They're actually opposites. They're opposites one for the other. Why? In of Pesach, its whole context is Hamshocham and Mailamata drawing down from above to below. Which, to put it in the well known aphorism, the well known Rashi Tevis. 
Ani lidoidi vidoidi li. So ani lidoidi is I turn to Hashem, Hashem turns to me. In Pesach it was the exact opposite. Doidi li, Hashem turns to me, vanila, and I turn to him. As we know that the Geula from Mitzrayim came not through something that the Yidin did. We're about to, we'll address this soon in the Horus, if you're having a question. It's not about what the Yidin did. It's rather because we know that Chazal tell us before the Yidin went out of Mitzrayim, the Malachim said, who should we save? These ones, the Egyptians are idolatrous. We know we, we can't choose them. But the other ones, the Jewish people, were also idolatrous. So obviously their redemption didn't come because of their great achievements. So why did the redemption come of Pesach? It was in a way of an arousal from above. Which aroused thereafter the fact that Yidin then became inspired to go running and turning to Hashem. Generally speaking, they, 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 they did Sefer Sa'imah, then they accepted the Torah. But the gate was opened by Hashem who rained down, who opened the light of redemption and pulled them out. This is totally different than the month of Elul. The month of Elul is a time of Aveda in a way of Milmata Lamala from below going upwards. First, the Anile Doidi, Elul, Anile Doidi. I turn to God, to my beloved, which is Isarus Lasata and arousal from below. And only afterwards, there's the Isarus Lelel, the arousal from above, Doidi Li, then Hashem reciprocates to me. And that makes up the month of Elul. So we have to understand, how is there any relevance on Pesach that the Rebbe should speak about? So just let's go back. I know you're itching to ask. What do you mean Yitzhak Mitzrayim didn't come because of the, what anything the Bnei Yisrael did? So says the Rebbe, first of all, in order 5, not just that unbelievable aspect of revelation about which it says that Hashem didn't use any intermediaries, any malachs, but came totally himself. Not just was that obviously not... Um, pull downable was not that was that not elicitable through Aveda because the Aveda anything a created being can do can't reach that but beyond that even regular Aveda even regular uh, 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 things that a created being could do that they also didn't know because we know that the Medrash says they were also on some level idolatrous ah you will ask says Order 7 but we know that Chazal say that there was a there was a mitzvah they had the Amuna. Chazal tell us that the merit of the faith that they had to leave Egypt, that's why they didn't left Egypt. Says the Rebbe, but don't, uh, don't get so excited about that as being something they bring to the table because Amunah is an inheritance from our fathers. It's inheritance. With the, 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 the definition of inheritance is that you get it, you didn't work for it. Also, I will, you say, well, they did the bris and they did the Pesach, Dam Mila, Dam Pesach. And that, in that schus, in that merit, they were revealed. So says the Rebbe, no, but that also is actually just actualizing the faith that they already had. The faith that they had inherently and hereditarily, they now actualized it by fulfilling what Hashem wanted, circumcising and, and Pesach. But it wasn't totally something they created, which is not the case which we're talking about in the month of Elul, which is tshuva. Tshuva is something which the person from below gets aroused. And it's not just um, fulfilling things that have already been uh, 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 drawn down from above and just unpacking them, which is how the Rebbe describes it, the, the fact that they did the bris and the Pesach. Yes, it was a schus for them, but really it emanated from an inherent and hereditary belief that they have, which is a gilimil So really, the whole notion of going out in Mitzrayim is more of a Yisarus Hashem, pulling them out, arousing from above, which is the entire, the antithesis of the month of Elul, which is all about Anil Edoidi, the arousal from below. Base. So the explanation is, it's known, as our sages tell us on the Pasuk, 
It's a pasuk in Iyav Mihik Dimani Vashalik. Pasuk says, Pasuk says, Mihik Dimani Vashalik. Who precedes me and I pay? Who is like me that precedes and pays? And the pasuk, the Medrash explains this pasuk. It says, Yes, I asked you for a space on your door to put a mezuzah, right? But first I gave you a house. He has to ask you for 10% of your profits, but first I gave you money. And so it is. If you look at all the mitzvahs, Hashem first gave us the thing, then He asks us to pay. So this is, a, this is the way that Pasuk is interpreted. Me, Dimani, Vashalem, who's like me that first proceeds to first, uh, I first give and then I ask for payment. I think that's the way the Pasuk is right. But on that Pasuk, our Chazal tell us that even the fact that a Yid can... Um, even the fact that a yid, you know, when a yid wants to go do a mitzvah, there's a problem. The Yitzhahorah wants to stop him. Not just for that, that he needs Hashem's help. Even in general, that a, a, a created being should be able to achieve something through his service to Hashem, it's just because Hashem gives him the koyach. Who's a, who's a created being to be able to do something that creates pleasure for Hashem? So it's Hashem giving him that opportunity. However... After that arousal from Baal, Hashem gives him the, embeds within him that energy and power, then Hashem allows him to do it, so to speak, on autopilot, to do it on his own accord, to do it from Isarus to Lassat, to do it from arousal from beloved. As Al Tareb explains, that El is the time when it's not, on the one hand, it's us becoming aroused from above, and on the other hand, first of all, there's the these galus, the revelation of Yud Gimel Midasarach and the third attributes of mercy. And Al Tareb gives a very clear marshal of this, of a king who's in the field. And when the king, before he goes back to the palace, is in the kiln, in his smiley faces, as all the, the length of the marshal that Al-Tarebbe gives, everybody is able to approach him. Everybody is able to go and receive his face, be able to receive him. And uh, in other words, so that shiny countenance, that approachability that Hashem presents to us, that's already arousal from above. So in other words, even though we're talking the whole time, we turn to Hashem, it's from below above, it's in a way, nonetheless, there needs to be, the, the, the power for this has to be given from above, which is revelation of the 13 attributes of mercy. So that's a, a power given, permission granted, and power given from above. And afterwards, the Yid, so to speak, self-starts, after you've filled up his tank with gas, then he ignites but Hashem has already given him the power. So we understand that, we have to understand it, that there's Isarusid Lissata. Yeah? So it really starts, so let's see what the Rebbe says next paragraph. Is moment, so we understand. As the Arusarus to the Le'elevas Vertnim Shach Nochundur Teravere Bisusasato. That once, what happens is Hashem first sends down the first radiance, which gives the power for the Yid to now become aroused from below. And now the Yid draws down another Isarus to Hashem rains down a new arousal from above. So that's a higher. The second, the subsequent that comes after the Aveda of us below is higher than the initial introductory arousal from above, which gives us the power to be able to come to the table level. Why? Because since the original Yisrael arousal comes in a way unearned, it's called Chesed Chinam, the free unearned benevolence of Hashem. So therefore, by definition, it's a Hamshach that's roaring down from a level that's called Chitzayni Yosa'er, the external level of light. Where we talk about the the drawing down of the the arousal from above that comes that proceeded through our efforts. 
since Hashem has a deep vested interest in our deeds, as it says, desires the deeds of your hand. In other words, our the deeds of created being are very meaningful to him. So he has a, a true inner, innermost interest in our deeds. So what's aroused through the deed from below, then Hashem reciprocates by sending down a light from above. That's already from Pneumiusar. That's already from his pure direct interest. But that's what he really wants. It comes, comes from, from, from his Pneumius. But we also understand we also have to understand that the fact that our arousal from below has the power to draw down this is because we got the drawing down from above that Hashem initiated. And even though that the Nesin Askoyach, so what the Rebbe says here, if you want to look at it, um, you want to look at it. And you want to dissect this, there's a, there's a arousal from below, from above, which inspires or gives, gives permission for an arousal from below. That arousal from below, because it's so dear to Hashem, because it's our deeds, it therefore brings down, elicits another arousal from above. But in that there's two levels, says the Rebbe in Harafoti. There's one that gets aroused through our deed. And even... At that level, which is, if we can touch it, means it's a, it's a lower level, but even at that level, it's, because it's coming from above after our deed, it's higher than the Yisrus Eila that preceded everything, because there's an element of Pnimisir, but it's Pnimis, it's an innermost level, but from a lower level. It's from a level where the deeds of, of the Tachtoinim, of the created beings, the Yisrus Sata, is able to touch it, to reach it. And then there's a second level in that arousal from above, the Yisrus Eila comes after our deeds which comes on its own. It's not drawn down, it's not pulled down. The only thing is that you need to create the whole scenario to be ready for this oil, and then Hashem beams it down on His own. And that's the penimius of the higher level of Hashem's shining down. And the Yisrael Sata, nothing you do from below can really touch that and pull it down. So the Rebbe says, Yeshleimah, that the level of light that's drawn down through the Aved of Elul, which is Teshuva, it's like the second highest level we're just talking about. As we're going to space speak a little bit later. So now says the Rebbe, continuing in the Pneum, when Agam has in the Sinas Kerch to David of Anilidaydi, this Galus will give him the Srachim, even though the power to have this Aveda of Anilidaydi turn to Hashem in Elul comes because of the revelation of the 13 attributes of mercy in Elul. Nonetheless, so why are we talking about it on Pesach? Nonetheless, because everything has its special time when it starts, and that's when. The main focus on that, on that uh, movement is, so the time generally of the movement of Yisrael Yisraelu arousal from above, generally speaking, that's the Pesach experience. As we said before, that's when Hashem swooped down and took out the Eden, even though they didn't deserve it. Shenken Elul, even though, yes, there's also an aspect where Hashem gives the power for Yid to come close to Ban Elul by coming out with a smiley face, but that's not the general mode of Elul. The general mode of Elul is still the upward motion, the us taking that opportunity and coming, turning to Hashem. Similarly, so when it comes to what's coming on, to us on Elul really is sourced already and begins, that whole concept starts in Pesach. In other words, Pesach is the general father of Yisrael Eila times. It's the Eifin Kloli in a general way. That's Yisrael Eila mode. And from that we then get the detailed drawing downs by everything and it's time. In Elul it comes down in the Yudgim Sarachim, but it's sourced and it's, so to speak, <laughs> it's father, it's, 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 it's beginning 
is the Amshacha of Pesach. And that's why the Sicha of Hashem Zavar HaMelel, the Rebbe spoke about it on Pesach. Because the Sicha of Hashem Zavar HaMelel is talking about everything about the month. Also, the fact that there's a, a, a permission granted, there's the beaming down of the Yud Gimel the smiley countenance of the king. But it was said on Pesach because that's when that part of El takes place. So now we can understand... That if we could understand Gimel, we'll understand now the four things that we discussed in describing Shazavarchamel. So in general, there's two parts to these four things. There's the um, there's the first description of the light and the clarity of the rays of the sun. First thing that, that the Rebbe uses a description where he says, even though there was still a clod, zun shine and dikeptog, it was still a, a a clear, sunny, sunshining day. That's thing number one. That's in a class of its own. That's what's beaming down from above. And then we have the difference in the atmosphere, the difference in the air. It says the air changed already. And then it says there was already a smell of Elul. And then it says that the tshuva went blue. So that's three things that belong to a second category. There's the sunshining first category. And the other three things, the, 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 the air, the, the smell, and the wind. Why are there two things there? What does that mean? Because the light and the ray of the, of the, of the sun become drawn down from above. Which bepnimius, in the inside meaning of that, it means the drawing down of Shemesh Havaya. The sun, the sun is just an analogy for the, uh, for the luminous light of Hashem. And that is still shining on Elul. That's drawn down in Elul. It's still as a, as a continuation of what started in Nisan. And the other three things, they already refer to the particular mode of Elul where it's the created beings becoming awakened from above. They're becoming awakened through that sunshine, through that uh, drawing down of Hashem's light that comes. Dalit. So the to this Eiras, when we talk about, in connection to the awakening of the created beings, which is generated through the drawing down from above, so the Hidar Rebbe says two things. The Elul Reach, Already you felt the, um, um, says the Rebbe in R22, he said that the, the, that the, that the, what's called, that the air changed. But actually that's an introduction to do these, these things. What do you mean the air and atmosphere changed? The next two things are, you felt the Elul smell and the Elul wind. Let's see what does Reach and Ruach have to do with Elul and wind and, and smell. So the main thing about Teshuvah is that, as it says in the Pesach, the spirit, go back to Hashem who gave it. In other words, the main thing of Teshuvah is to pick oneself up to a level of Ruach of spirit, which is a higher level than air. It's a level in, in levels that's higher than light. It's, a high, it's, it's going higher. In other words, says the Rebbe in R25, that through Teshuvah, in other words, you're going higher than the sunlight, which is air, which is light, Tshuva is the Ruach. You're reaching a level of Ruach, of wind. And when you reach that level, then you come back to Hashem. Toshuva Lelikim, you come back to Hashem, who gave it. And that is being hinted at by the Fidikamah when he says the Tshuva wind, the wind of Teshuva, talking about the reaching the level of Ruach. Because that's the main thing of El Tshuva. And now we understand why he talks about smell. Because the main Aveda of Anila Daidi turning to Hashem is the Aveda of Tshuva. What happens through Tshuva? Through Tshuva we get Mashiach. About Mashiach it says, Ruchesh Mashiach, the spirit of Mashiach. But it says that uniquely about Mashiach there's a connection to smell. It says in the Pesach, which 
the Gemara says that he's going to judge, he's going to be tested out by seeing, can he judge with, uh, with, a, with, a, with a smell? When people come to him, can he right away smell the situation, who's guilty and who's innocent? So we see that the concept of Mashiach is related to smell. So if you think I'll be here saying that the, the smell, that, that the, the spirit of Elul needs to, is Teshuvah, so that's about vint, ruach, reaching the higher level than light, reaching the, going back to the place where Hashem, who gave us into this world, reaching back to our source of Hashem. And that leads us to Reach, that also means that we have a different kind of smell that ultimately leads us to the one who is identified by his unique smell, which is Mashiach. Hey, I was an introduction to these two things, both the Ruach of Teshuvah, the spirit of Teshuvah, and Reach, the smell of El, which through Teshuvah, uh, which brings us to Mashiach. So the Fidikabah says, as such in the the air already changed. Why did he use the word air? Because here we'll see that air has a very unique quality to it. What's with air? When we talk about the needs of a person during life, there are several types. You need a house to be able to live in, you need clothing, you need food, you need drink, and you need air to be able to breathe. One is more important than the other. I mean, with clothes, they're more important than a house, but even more important than clothes is food. Even more important than food is drink, and more important for them all is water. Interestingly enough, yeah, they're, they're, um, and, and, and these are ongoing requirements. Without air, can't last for too long whatsoever. So since a person requires air so, 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 so fundamentally, and generally speaking, he's constantly, a person is constantly breathing air, so we understand that when we want to talk about, about something that's there, and it's available to everybody, and everybody feels it always, we want to talk about the air. The air changed. You can't say the house changed in Elul. If you didn't go into the house, you didn't feel the change. The air changed. Everybody's breathing. Interesting, the Rebbe brings in a... Uh, uh, let's continue the Pnim. And that's the Kavana, what the, uh, the Fidel Rebbe says in the Sicha about, about the air. Since the Reyach of Elul, the smell of Elul, and the Ruach of Tshuva, the spirit of Tshuva, are already to be felt in the changed air of Elul, that means to say that they're in a way of air which doesn't require any, generally speaking, air does not require any effort. As the Rebbe says in R32, that if you look uh, in Chassidus, it points out that because air is so critical and so required, Hashem made it in a miraculous way that it doesn't, you don't have to buy it. It's there for everybody's taking. So by saying that the air of Elul was felt already, that means it's really something that's there for everybody it doesn't require any special preparation and that it's applicable and, and needed by every single person and it actually enlivens every person every neshama with every breath as we know that our sages tell us on the apostle every neshama the last verse until him every neshama will praise you praise be Hashem Chazal said I'll call neshima for every breath we have to praise Hashem so we're constantly breathing in and out. That air we're breathing in and out, says the Rebbe, in Elul, for everybody, it changes. And we now have access to Tshuva. Talk about Mashiach. Right. So now I just want to go back quickly. The Rebbe said Ha'odeh here. 13. So you want to say that um, um, we talked about the month of Elul being Hashem shining down His shiny countenance, representing the 13 attributes of mercy. 
Then the Rebbe says that also the blowing of Shefer, which we're going to do in Elul, is also an Indian of Yisrael or Asaf Rabbah. Because what's the Indian of Shefer? As it says in Amos, it says, if you talk a Shefer ear, can a Shefer be born, blown in a city and the people don't get trembled? In other words, we can say, says the Rebbe, that it says, not if you blow a Shefer, it says, if you talk a Shefer, if a Shefer is blown in the city, who's doing the blowing? It's blown of itself. We can say that this is a reference to the fact that this is a, 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 a revelation from above that, so to speak, it's blown from above. So what do we do? Why do we have to blow? Why can't we just wait for Hashem to blow? No, because when we're blowing, that's drawing down the blowing of Tkiah that already Hashem has been blowing. And it says in the Kutiti Burim, says the Rebbe, that the first blowing of the month of Elul is an announcement that the gates of mercy have been opened. If that's what Shefer is, what's the opening of the gates of mercy? That's the source of the Leila, that's drawing down from above. So clearly, the month of Elul has two things, as the Zunshine and the Ketog, Sunshine Day, the drawing down from above. That's why we said on Pesach, and it has the main agenda. That's why we call it the month of Elul, starting from Anila Deidi, is that we get to do the Yisrus Le'Elo, Yisrus Le'Sato, which then connects us to the highest levels of Yisrus Le'Elo. First of all, the level of Pnimi Yisrael, and then the level of Pnimi Yisrael in the highest there, which really we can't reach, but once we have the setup prepared, Hashem beams it down upon us. Ksivach Simateva, a good kibhenshtiyah.